the Talent Experience Podcast featuring authentic conversations on the future of work. Empowering you to better understand and deliver a best-in-class, future-proofed career experience. For more insightful conversations, visit talentexperiencepodcast.com. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Talent Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Taylor, and today we have a guest from Sweden, Anna Carlson. Anna is an active international influencer who helps HR departments improve business results, often by applying HR technology. She is a strong advocate of HR having a seat at the, at the board level, believing that HR activities carry tremendous impact on business results, therefore the bottom line. She is the queen of HR digitalization in the Nordics. Anna, first of all, let me say welcome. And is there anything else I failed to share with the audience that you care to let them know about you? Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I will for sure put the queen of HR digitalization on my LinkedIn profile now. So <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to say something more about me, I've been uh, working my whole life with uh, linking businesses and technology in different ways. And, and now with HR, it's been more than 10 years uh, focusing on this area. So. Right, right. And before we jump into the, the topic, uh, and, and I love our topic, uh, um, let's talk about your podcast. Um, why don't you share with us um, the information about your podcast? Tell us the name and when and where and why you started it and how we find it. Yes, so it's in Swedish. So let's see who can listen to it. Uh, I think I have one episode in English, which is with Fuel 50 uh, some two years ago. But anyway, it's called HR Digitaliseringspodden. That's Swedish for the HR Digitalization Podcast. And it's available on all uh, devices, I would say. So Apple, Spotify, a cost which is used in Sweden and so on. So, and um, so the background of, of my podcast was that I was quite frustrated, frustrated back in um, 2019, working um, independently uh, with trying to talk to HR about uh, the value of digitalization and also about analytics, which was kind of a bit separate at that time, and realizing that. Um, the people who work in HR are quite uh, scared of talking about technology and they don't want to expose themselves in, in, uh, in their inability to talk about this, the, that they don't know about it and so on. So I tried to uh, work uh, directly with HR, but I couldn't get their ear. So decided to find a way to reach out with all the knowledge that I've uh, gathered over the years and all the people I meet and decided that I'm not a writer. So I had to use uh, speaking, spoken word. And at that time, um, podcast was not uh, the most active thing, but I decided to go ahead. So I released the first one in end of uh, in September 2019. Wow. 
Well, and I know that you got you have a very strong following across the Nordics. Last time we spoke, you and Folsom and I, um, we discussed and we focused on the uh, the lack of maturity towards technology in the HR community. You're true. You are truly concerned about the immaturity of HR when it comes to using technology. What is your perspective on this? Yes, so um, uh, we first have to think about the type of companies that we have in the Nordics. Uh, we do have the big ones that people know about, like the Spotify and the Ericsson and Ikea's. And those are not the ones I talk about, but it's all of the others that um, when you look at the community of HR people, I mean, they haven't chosen to go into HR to work in technology, at least not here. It's uh, they have their people focus. They have studied behavioral science or leadership or organization. And um, when it comes to technology, as mentioned, when talking about my podcast, I can see that there is really not the biggest interest, but it's turning around a bit uh, right now. But um, it's also, but they don't believe really in it. I see uh, sometimes, uh, but um, mostly it's because they don't exactly know how to utilize technology. So even when you start to work with them in different engagements, they realize that they use technology for their everyday life, but they cannot really get that to, to uh, you know, when you start to focus on work and people uh, that they work with and, and to understand how technology can help. So the only area they start to understand where technology can assist is, is more or less the HR system, the base solutions, core HR, and really only taking the, the way uh, they work today. And move that into a system. So it's it's a lot of things here, but um, I'm concerned that there is no innovation in the HR community around utilizing technology. Yeah. And in the past, um, there was always, you know, HR function, uh, payroll, benefits, uh, IT. And, and now um, IT is no longer siloed. It's it's right across all the various functionalities of HR. And there's a real education process that's that's being required. Wouldn't you say so? Yes. And I believe that, um, again, with the way that HR people are working together in their own teams, they have a bit of a hard time to expose their uh, lack of knowledge and working together with, us, uh, with others, uh, with, with both IT and like finance and uh, data scientists and all of these functions where, where they don't really want to expose that inability. Right, right. What, what impact does this maturity level have on the HR business community and its people? So um, right now we can see that um, here in the Nordics uh, that what HR is 
focusing on and what their concerns are are different. So we can see that the concern right now is the new coming back to, to the office uh, and the hybrid offices. Uh, they don't know how to manage that. They have uh, issues with um, hiring, it's so attraction and hiring and finding competences. And the third one is that they are raising the fact that digitalization is an issue. But these are issues and they don't fully know how to address them. Um, so they're still uh, focusing on the things that they can uh, work on. So the direct relationship with people, focusing on health, focusing on work environment, uh, and also, so, so they continue doing things. So the tactical activities that they have to complete every day, but they don't get to these challenging topics and don't get to kind of raising uh, their eyes and looking, at, uh, looking out on what's really needed for the business. So what this impacts is really the growth of the organizations. And at the same time, during uh, the pandemic, everyone in HR has been able to get a better seat at the table to discuss topics about people. But at the same time, we can see here that they haven't been able to get the resources to move ahead with different strategic initiatives. And they haven't get, gained the resources, uh, that means both people and money, so we kind of at the standstill and um, nobody's really able to articulate why they should do it. And I mean, it's a big topic to talk, why should you use technology? But yeah. you and I know <laughs> that the, what digitalization can do for the business is to really figure, find uh, and understand where you need to focus on your people. So you can use, if you don't start to digitize and digitalize, you can't get data. And if you don't have data, you can't analyze your business. So it's like a catch 22, you never get anywhere. And there are so many benefits if you could use technology in different areas. So for for the hiring and um, for all the technology we have to support uh, as finding and hiring resources, for example. Yeah. Would, would you say that with um, COVID and, and the uh, ex explosion of the remote workforce going to their homes, um, HR digitalization just blew up? And I really think we're all we're all running to catch up with it. Yeah, and it's two parts of it because um, it blew up in the way that you had to think about that people were at home and you realized that you didn't have systems for doing the basic work. So here, at least, we have an explosion of projects focusing, but it's still focusing only on moving what we already do as HR and move that to, uh, to different HR solution. It's not like we are using the technology to innovate. 
So yes, it was pushed and you had to find ways, but I think also it was not HR who found um, and supported the teams with technology. It was IT creating the digital environment and we're still behind, at least here on, uh, on the other parts. I, I agree with you. I, I, I believe that, you know, it's, it's pretty global. And yeah. So what is your recommendation? Yeah, it's, you have to start to release time to look strategically on what you need to accomplish. And if you don't know about technology and what it really is to, to do digitalization projects and what's there for you because there are so many uh, different uh, solutions nowadays you need to find time to educate yourself so that's one thing you know read books uh, listen to podcasts uh, attend seminars we meet with different suppliers and then my suggestion that I, I raise is that you should have a, a digitalization mentor so someone that can be there for you so you don't have you know to bring you um, from where you are as an organization and move you ahead and if you can if you're too small to have that in-house you can have someone supporting you from from externally because I also believe that it must be HR who owns this topic because if if you only continue to bring in someone from the outside to do your projects for you then they leave and then the, the projects kind of, they stay as where they are. They don't develop and you don't get to that strategic business value. So educate, learn, and make sure you get time for this important strategic work and don't continue just doing things. Yeah, and, and we're witnessing that, I think, in the business world where many salespeople are part of their sales process is first to educate, mm. educate the, 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 the technology's impact to the business. And then the second part of the sales process is then to, is to start uh, educating how this technology can play a role in your, in your, in your end results. Um, and, and as a result, there's a lot of companies that, their sales process is a long time, um, mm -hmm. which it shouldn't be. You know, um, I spoke with William Tinkup a while back and he says, Rhonda, you know, people should understand technology now. It's, 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 it's part of the everyday world, but we're not seeing it, are we? No, but I've seen a glimpse of a change because... Um, just now after our summer, which just, uh, you know, it's been a couple of months after that, I've seen that we ha it, it has shifted a bit in who talks about digitalization. I mean, I've been working on uh, this, as I mentioned, 10 years with HR. And only now I can see that it's not only the suppliers and us who work in, in, as influencers, uh, who, who talks about this. It started to come from the HR organization and HR people themselves. So I'm very happy to see this shift, but it's still just talking. <laughs> so it's still not acting. 
Right, right. And I love it. You talk about the, sum, the summer. Uh, for our listeners, as in Sweden, they uh, basically check out of their office for at least a month. Yes. Um, you know, that's that's a little bit of heaven for a lot of us here in North America. <laughs> so finally, um, at the Talent Experience, uh, we wholeheartedly believe that everyone should be passionate about their career journey. Anna, as someone who is obviously on top of her A-game, please share with all of us how you keep the positive energy flowing. Oh, I... I do um, focus on meeting a lot of people. I know it's been hard during COVID. Then I had to schedule time with people I don't know. So uh, focusing on meeting and from different generations in, in def- different places, I also spend a lot of my time in the ski slopes. And in that, you, you can also meet other people's people and talk about what they do because inspiration and innovation comes from different people in different places. I love that. That is so much part of the well-being side of your business. eh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anna Carlson from Sweden, I I wholeheartedly want to thank you for being a guest today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Great. And thank you all for listening to The Talent Experience. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Talent Experience Podcast. For more talent experience and future of work conversations, visit talentexperiencepodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at TalentXPodcast. Or join the conversation with hashtag Talent Experience Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. The Talent Experience Podcast was brought to you by the fabulous Fuelies at Fuel50. 